0: Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new show. You are listening to episode number 155, 155. We are so close to 200. I feel like I should be doing a special episode for that. My show is over two years old now, which is craziness. Um, so in episode 115, it was all about how to launch a podcast where I shared my strategies, my tips and tricks on how, to, how you could actually do it yourself. So, today I wanted to talk about how you can market and monetize your podcast. So, I'm going to split it up and start first with how I personally market my show and how it has allowed me to be in 58 countries now. I checked Friday. 58 countries my show is being heard in so if that's you and you're listening please rate review subscribe right now I would love to hear where you're listening on what app what desktop what tool you use to hear my show in your country please just take one second and do that because I'm kind of surveying around lately on all my social media so if you don't follow me online at the happy workaholic I would love it if you could leave me a review right now and let me know but let's dive into marketing first. So, again, this is exactly how I upload my show, how I market my show. After marketing, we're going to dive into monetizing. So, my show just hit its two year anniversary on my birthday, which was a couple weeks ago. And, like I just mentioned, I'm in 58 countries, which is nuts. So, these tools and tips and tricks I'm sharing with you right now work people they work so take my advice and try it with yours or you know implement some of them or you don't really need to use them at all if you don't want but I just wanted to share this on this episode because so many people ask me every single day this is what I do for myself this is what I do for some of my clients so let's dive in so first thing I do when I upload my episode on my website, which is a WordPress website. I have a plugin because I use Blueberry as my podcasting host. If you're not familiar with Blueberry, they're amazing. They have the best customer service. They syndicate quickly. And honestly, I've been using them since day one, and I don't feel that there's a reason for me to switch. And they are less expensive than Libsyn. They have, um, more updated serving on the back end, um, And just so many other reasons, um, tech reasons, their dashboard is really simple for somebody that's not tech savvy in order for you to say, for example, somebody's asking you what your stats to your show are. You can immediately go to your dashboard and download your PDF of your complete back end of stats. Who's listening to your show? Where they're listening? How they're listening? What countries? How long? How much of your show? all those stats, that's available on your Blueberry dashboard. But I have a plugin on my website because I already had a WordPress website. For some of my clients, I actually design a WordPress website for them for their show to live. So when you upload your, um, when I upload my podcast episode, it actually is kind of like a blog format and then you're adding the audio to it. So the first thing I do is upload Oh my God, I literally can't speak, probably because I was recording a lot of commercials earlier, which you'll hear later in the show. Um, so I upload my podcast episode. It's uploaded on my website. It's uploaded on Blueberry. It's then pushed out to Audio Burst, which is a new program that they have as well. As soon as I upload my episode, it gets syndicated to Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a million other apps that pull my RSS feed. So that is what happens first. After that, what I do is what I actually used to do a lot, and I'm getting back into it now that I just launched my YouTube channel, is upload the audio, which I'm going to do through Audio Burst to my YouTube channel. So that's another way to market is double dip. You have your podcast, you have your YouTube channel, you upload the audio. What you also want to do before you start sharing on social media is make sure that it clearly states that you're a host of your podcast on all your social media platforms so that people can, you know, learn how to know, like, and trust you. And if they're listening to your show, learn more about you on different platforms. I have a big following on Twitter that's not necessarily, you know, on my LinkedIn or my Instagram. So it really, you really want to make sure that your bios are correct, short and sweet, Clearly state that you are the host of XYZ podcast. One of the tools that I use that's free—it's an app called If This Then That (IFTTT). I talk about it all of the time. It's something that automates all of my social media for me. It doesn't post for me; it automates for me. There's a difference, and I use this with my um, clients. I share this with my clients. I talk—I've talked about this app a million times on my social media as well as this podcast. If you go to ifttt.com, check it out. There's a million different recipes that you can create in order to automate your social media, but basically I use Instagram as my hub. I post on Instagram. It automates everywhere else. I have a very specific formula that I use in order to do so, so that it saves me less time, and my time is worth money, and nobody wants to be sitting online all day posting stuff on social media or your phone, right? We need to rest our eyes and, you know, take time to breathe. And, um, that's what I use to automate all of my social media. So check that app out. Um, sign note also, I want to, um, just let you know that you want to actually, when you're online, ifttt.com is to put your recipes together there and then make sure the app is on your phone so that you can actually check to make sure that it's really automating. So if something doesn't work out, it'll tell you on the app something else that I do is I design graphics for my show, especially when I have a guest on. So for example, my I chose this life series, all of the guests have graphics, they then share it on their social media. It's available on my one, on my website. I make little homes for each series. So if you go to com, you can actually see all of the guests they've had for both se- seasons for that specific series. And their graphics are available on my Instagram and on my Facebook. So I have a highlight saved just for my guests that I have on the show for specific series, as well as photo albums that are saved to my Facebook. So I have my business page as well as my personal. They can both be found there. So that's another way you want to market your show is with graphics. There's a million apps that you can use for adding the audio as well. Instagram stories is huge. That's where I market my show, I would say the most. And it's done um, crazy things. It's allowed me to have paid sponsors sending me a message through direct messenger and wanting to be a part of the show paid in full literally within five minutes you guys. So you want to make sure you you know how to market your podcast. So these are the tips that have specifically worked for me. As far as repurposing your content, I repurpose my shows each episode. I took a break doing this because, you know, I was living in my legal case land. But what I was doing was repurposing each episode as a blog post on LinkedIn. And I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start doing that again soon, actually this week. And that's another way for a different audience to see your podcast episodes. So if they're not following you on certain social media and they're just on your LinkedIn, then they can see your podcast episode there because you're pushing it out as a published post. So that's something else that was a very successful for me in the very beginning. And I need to start doing that again because now I have some more free time excuse me, another good marketing tip is your email list. Now I'm sure um, that you noticed that Facebook and Instagram were down the other day and it happened a couple months ago as well. You cannot rely on social media. These things are great tool. You know, IFTTT, IFTTT is a great tool to automate your social media. However, things like this happen, social media goes down. So you want to make sure that you have an email list. So every single week, I send my newsletter out to my VIP email list, which is over a thousand people, and I let them know of my latest podcast episode. And my banner and footer for that are actually the graphics to the show. So every week they know that they're going to expect something new and different from me in their inbox, whether it's something I'm promoting, whether it's a new podcast episode. I do push out other promos during the week other than just my Wednesday newsletter. So that's another way to promote is to make sure that it's going out this information of your new podcast episode or your brand new show is going out to, you know, the people that want to learn more about you and that are actually signing up for your email list. And something that I actually do for mine is that, you know, you always want to give them a thank you for signing up for providing your email. So I actually have some business mindset and organizational tools, some documents I created that I use personally in my business to track my social media stats, as well as keep my head on straight and just kind of keep me organized everywhere. So I was using these tools forever. And so I you know, give them a little upgrade. And now I give them to everybody that signs up for my email list. So if you actually go to the happyworkaholic.com, you will scroll down to the bottom of the website. Or if you see the pop-up, you can see it right there. And then once you sign up, your confirmation email will be sent to you. And you'll actually get those tools in your inbox, which is pretty cool, right? So you want to offer something like that to your audience, to the people that are signing up for your email list. Something else I want to share with you is that when you have a podcast and you decide to change your schedule, you decide to rebrand, you really need to do a show explaining what's going on with your show. I know it's so crazy, but if you are taking a little hiatus, let your audience know that you're taking a little hiatus because they're expecting a show from you. They're expecting, um, you know, weekly shows, bi-weekly shows. I get asked all the time, how often should I push out an episode? And my honest opinion, I would say weekly. There are some shows that are every day. There are some shows that are bi-weekly, some shows that are monthly, but I feel like in order to be consistent and show up and get a consistent growth and listen, um, listening base and, um, people that are going to show up and give you their time and listen to the show. It really should be weekly because that's kind of the norm. So I would just go along and say weekly is best in order to have a consistent um, audience, really. So you want to follow all of these tips to your best ability. So you want to really make sure that you're showing up for your audience, you're keeping them posted, you're just keeping everybody in the loop because they're going, you know, like I said, they're giving you your their time and they're listening to your show. So something's up you know, let them know. For example, um, here's a different scenario. When you don't do that, I could not record a podcast for a couple weeks. I just was so exhausted. I was going through this legal case. I was learning, you know, I was misdiagnosed. I didn't have it in me. And I had to wait. And I would post on social media on all my platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, everywhere saying, you know, I'll be back soon. And that's just because I could not physically record a podcast. I, like, barely had a voice or I was too upset. I was stressed out. I just, I didn't have it in me. So then when I came back on, the first thing I did was have a show to explain where I was and what's going on so that I could let the rest of the world know that wasn't following me on social media, like, what was going on in my life. And that is basically, in a nutshell, everything I do to market my show and how it's really been successful for me. I've switched things up a bit and those are my go-tos. That's what I do every single week. Now, I want to share something else with you guys. Today's sponsor. So now I want to get into monetizing your podcast. This is a question that people ask me all of the time, all of the time. How do you make money from a podcast? Is it worth the investment? So first and foremost, the cost for my blueberry hosting that I use is $20 a month, 20 bucks, you guys, that's all I pay. However, I have two shows. If you do not have large audio files and two shows every week, your cost most likely would be $12. You really can't find another podcasting host that offers that kind of pricing for what they really offer. And they actually um, offer a free month for podcast affiliates, which I am as well. So if you actually go to the happyworkaholic.com and go to my shop page, there's a free month there. But you want to make sure that your podcast is ready to go before you sign up for that, because your first month is going to be spent Honestly, working on your podcast if you don't have one already, and if you sign up too soon, then you're going to miss out on that free month. So, you just want to be patient and wait. But I just want to let you know that. And if you are already using Blueberry and you're not an affiliate, you should probably sign up for that. And lastly, if you have a show somewhere else that's not on Blueberry, you can actually migrate it over. And then you can become an affiliate. So there's a lot of ways that you can work with Blueberry. I just really love them. Now let's get back into monetizing. So there's three main ways that you can make money from your show. One is driving traffic to your website in order to get you paying clients in order to sell out programs that will, in the end, get you a waiting list. And that's what's happening to me right now. I have a waiting list for my podcast production um, services because I am constantly and consistently driving traffic to my site, whether it's to work with me one-on-one, whether it's for my Leverage Your LinkedIn program, your podcast production program, whatever the case may be, I'm booked solid (laughs) because I'm driving traffic to my site consistently with this show. The second way, so obviously you wanna do the same. The second way that you can make money is with your affiliate marketing links. You want to make sure that your website, your social media handles, your links, your affiliate marketing links, and all of that is in your show notes and on your website to your podcast anywhere possible, because you never know when somebody is listening, where they're listening, and what they want to buy from you. So if you have an Amazon store, if you are an affiliate for doTERRA or Blueberry hosting like me, or any other company, want to make sure you have a shop page, you want to make sure that's visible on your website, you want to make sure that when you're mentioning something, everything is always available in the show notes. So for example, today's um today's sponsor my interview buddy for this very episode all of that information is going to be found in the show notes and just a little trick you want to not really a trick but um a side note you want to make sure the actual link is if it is available in the show notes because on apple Podcasts sometimes it's not clickable if you just highlight the words so you want to make sure that the actual link is there The third way that you can make money from your podcast is by running ads, by running commercials. You have commercial spots available on your very episodes. Now, a question that I get asked all of the time, especially with my new clients, is when can I start running commercials? My answer to that is as soon as you launch. And the reason behind my answer is because you are selling... Okay. You want to sell CPMs. That's the norm. However, you're also selling your audience. Do you think that there's a product that you want to share with your audience? Is A company will reach out to you like they've reached out to me before. They want to get in front of my audience. In order to do so, it's going to cost money. And if they want to Talk to my audience and have me, you know, write a script, prepare a commercial, and share their information, their product, and their knowledge behind their business with my audience. It's going to cost them. If you have an audience of only a hundred people, one hundred people listening right now, how many people are actually going to listen to that next show on your social media? A lot more than one hundred, right? So the reasoning behind my answer is that I think that you should be able to run commercials right away. Should you be charging $100? Probably not. I'd start off with like $50. My cost is $300 right now, and that's because I have a large audience of over $100,000 is listening in 58 countries. And to me, to do the math, that number made sense. Right now, I'm actually running an offer for half off because of the holiday weekend until Sunday. So if that's something that you're interested in, let me know and we can talk about creating a script for you. And it's just that, um, you know, there's a lot of information about CPMs online and how much you should be making, whether it's 25 cents, $25, $100. It really depends on your network and where you're visible everywhere else. For example, I repurpose my episodes on Pinterest. Every single show is pushed out on Pinterest as well. Pinterest is not social media. It's search engine optimization. It's just like Google. A lot of people come across my show from Pinterest, believe it or not. And that's another reason why you need to have graphics done and photos on your blog post that you upload as your episodes as well because those images are getting clicked on and bringing the traffic to your site, or they're listening to the show right from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, whichever app they choose, and that information is available worldwide. I have just about 80,000 views to my Pinterest every month, and that's kind of insane considering I don't spend that much time there. So that's another marketing tool I actually forgot is to make sure that um, your Pinterest is included in your IFTTT. But like I said, if you guys want my specific formula that I use and I share with my clients, just message me on Facebook and Instagram at the happy workaholic. And I'll totally share it with you because it's working and I would love to see it work for your show as well. So those are the three ways that I make money from my show, driving traffic to my site, selling out programs, using my affiliate marketing links and running ad space. And commercials on my show. Another way that you want to market yourself actually is pitching yourself to other podcast hosts rather than just pitching for commercial space, right? So in order to do that, you want to make sure you have a fully branded media kit for yourself and your show when that time comes. I have one for myself, my show, as well as my series for the I Chose This Life series where I interview other female entrepreneurs. So I have a few because they're very specific to each thing. Um, So that's something else that you're really going to want to take care of if you don't have one already. It's really going to up your game. It's really going to take your show to the next level. Something else that you know, when it comes to your episode titles, is to make sure that you're using really good keywords, they're keyword rich, and you're utilizing this space instead of saying, instead of writing rather, episode 100. Now you shouldn't even have that if you're going to be on Apple Podcasts at all. You need to just have the title so when I actually upload my show, I have to have two separate titles, one for my blog post on my website, and then one for Apple Podcasts. So there's this separate, you'll never see the episode number there, but you'll see it everywhere else when it gets syndicated. So good old Apple Podcasts, they always have their own rules. <laughs> and if you forget and you have to update, it literally takes two seconds to update in their system. On their... um app rather right away online on your desktop it will take a little bit sometimes maybe an hour but just in case you ever have to make those tweaks don't stress out it will update in a little bit um so yeah you want to make sure you're utilizing that space and using lots of keywords that people are searching for that you know my how-to series does really well because people are always typing in how to that's why I did that with um in partnership with my medium blogs and I did a how-to series blog post um gosh when was that like two years ago I think that was actually before I even started my podcast but um I wanted to also what was the other question I wanted to answer so many people are asking me I didn't write it down oh no I did sorry um how often you should be recording so those are my tips and tricks on how I market and monetize my podcasts, And I hope that they will help in marketing and bringing you some more income for your own show. If you guys have any questions, If you want me to share with you my specific formula that I use for If This Then That, let me know. If you would like to talk about running a commercial for your business, your brand, your own podcast, if you have an app, if you have a message to share, just reach out to me. You can find all my info in the show notes, as well as our sponsor, My Interview Buddy and My Virtual Buddy. That is a program you guys are definitely going to want to check out if you are in the market for a new job. And Oh, one last thing, sorry. When you have your um I'm all over the place, sorry, I have all my notes in front of me like um and then I started writing another notes on top because I'm such a note taker um, when you have your media kits ready and you are pitching brands and you're pitching yourself for other podcasts. You know, you're now getting into somebody else's audience, somebody else's followers. You're sharing each other's audience, which is so remarkable. You're going to learn and meet so many new people just by, um, you know, being on each other's podcasts. That's something I would recommend. But also, you will most likely get some speaking gigs out of it. It's happened to me, it's happened to quite a few of my clients, and so that's another reason why you're going to want to have a media kit ready. If you're not sure what a media kit is, or how to put one together, seriously just reach out, I can always help you with that. Um, I've had to do them for so many different jobs in the past, so I've kind of fine-tuned mine to just a very simple... A format, which I think is best to start at, and then you can add in like all the nice graphics later. But that's all I have for you guys today. If you have any other questions about podcasting, please just reach out. Like I said, all my info is in the show notes. I live online. You can find me at The Happy Workaholic on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, you can find me at Kellyanne Gorman. And if you want to scroll back to episode 115, it will help you and how to launch your own podcast. If you're interested in joining my waitlist for your own show to launch, then please visit the happyworkaholic.com, fill out that info that's requested there, and then I will reach back out to you. So I hope this podcast episode was very informative for you. If I forgot anything, I don't think I did. Um, reach out to me as always, and I hope you guys are having a great rest of your holiday weekend, and I'll be back next week with some all new episodes for you.